0: Old man, family got some DC news to talk about, and it would not be a DC-centric episode without a visit from one, from only. Let me crank it up. Hold on, let me, let me <laughs> turn on the Batman chain signal. Let me, let me put up the Batman chain signal. It's, I think it's him. <laughs> hey, folks. The call?
1: Good to be here as always. <laughs> Through the dark of night, that's Batman right. Chain. This turn on out. turn on the signal. I will appear day or night.
2: You're, uh, Here we go. Your laugh is oddly rhythmic tonight, Shane. You've given us like six <laughs> in a row.
1: I'm impressed. <laughs> yes. Well, I've recently come into some old money, and so I'm practicing my
0: erudite uh, speech. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, DC fandom. I guess DC was upset that they didn't have Comic-Con this year and say, well, let's just do our own, guys. Makes sense to me, right? Fandom. Let's do, let's. I, this should set a trend. I know Star Wars Celebration is the thing. This is kind of a thing, and other fandoms, if you will.
1: Yeah, Disney has the D twenty three convention, right?
0: right? But this is the first DC centric Fandom. So <laughs> a lot of announcements, trailers, rumors, things like that to to get to, but. Hope everyone is doing well, Brian. Good to
3: see you. Yeah, you guys too. Good to. It's good to be seen. Am I right? Exactly. You These should put clothes on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's My house, or,
2: bro.
1: So or at speak least for yourself, Richard. I'll at least just tilt the camera up if you're if you're not no, going to put clothes no. on, right?
3: Exactly. You guys know what you're getting into when you get on a Zoom call with me. Yeah, what I tell my team I don't know, know where the Chewbacca well. ends and the Brian begins.
0: <laughs> well. Shout out to our VIPs who join us all the time in the Discord. You can find Batman Shane in the Discord as Mm. well. And we were kind of talking about this in real time while this was happening. Trailers were dropping. We were discussing them live on our Discord. So if that's something that interests you, if you like to talk movies and your friends are lame at it, we can be your (laughs) friends at it. Check out our Discord. Shout out to those people
3: and Batman Shane. 5% less lame than your friends.
0: (laughs) I can't
3: guarantee that. I can't.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can say we will be your friends. We'll try. We'll try. (laughs) We can't guarantee we'll try. (laughs) Well, DC Fandom, it's time to overview what went down this past weekend. So combination of things, a combination of movies being delayed, movies being announced, and movies being previewed, I guess, that we already knew about. So. I guess we just start with a movie that was delayed, a movie that would have already come out. We would have already had an episode on it had this been a normal year. Wonder Woman 1984. Batman Shane, start us off with, with uh, what was announced here, because to my knowledge, I'd seen a couple trailers already. What, what more is there?
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, the, the panel that they had on Wonder Woman 84 was. It was short. It was sweet. All the panels actually were short and sweet, which made this event a little bit easier to kind of um, digest. But it was cool. They had Linda Carter on for a few minutes to kind of, you know, cheerlead for the for the movie. Um, but pretty much the only big takeaway that you got from Fandome from Wonder Woman 84 is you finally got the first look at Kristen Wiig as the cheetah character um you got a a good look at her kind of full reveal as a character um there was some speculation as to if she was going to be you know if she was just going to wear cat-like clothes or if she was going to be in like a cat makeup type outfit or if it was going to be practical or if they were going to go full cg and turn her into a cat or if they
0: were going to like cg it out or keep it in right exactly like like the yeah, like and, that, that's, the, uh, what was and that's that
2: What was the butthole verdict? That's what I yeah. was.
0: That's what I was talking about. The, Unfortunately, I mean, no, you were,
2: you were dancing around
1: or, that.
0: Trying you to know, dance around no, because just, it's a I human just, we're talking about. I just went wow. right in there, like he tends to do. <laughs> the yeah, I mean, sorry, kids. <laughs> hey, yeah, kids, so let's, no, let's no, listen that, to the DC wrap up on no. our way to school. <laughs> okay, it's a dark cinematic universe, right? It is. also the DC universe. Yeah, yeah so we have exactly. Zack Snyder to thank for putting us in that headspace. <laughs> while we're talking about DC. All right, go uh, ahead. Yeah, Brian no, it's gritty.
1: No, uh, well no shots of her backside, so the the butthole cut is still TBD on <laughs> oh uh, Wonder Woman. But uh, but yeah, I mean, she looks, you know, like a cheetah. I guess. I mean, the CG in the small sections that you saw look better than the entirety of cats. So there's something to be said for that. <laughs> wow, um, Megan's angry now. Uh, you, just, I know. Come on at you. me. Come on at me, Megan. I'll, yeah, we'll talk cats again. But, uh, yeah, that was really the only big takeaway from Wonder Woman 84. That whole panel is you finally got to see what she looks like. Um, you know, the trailer basically just gave you all the same information that you had already seen. So I think if you were hoping for anything more from that panel or that trailer, uh, you weren't going to get it. I think we're all just going to have to wait until. October when that movie hits theaters. I think that that's, that's when that's supposed to come out. So, uh, you know, everything's up in the air, but theoretically that's going to hit in October. So, uh, it will go from there.
0: Cues up Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just in
2: time. You know <laughs> well, there what? There you go. I, uh, I'll go first on this. Cause I, I feel like I'll be, I don't know. Um, my favorite trailer of the whole group by a lot. I thought that was an awesome trailer. Got me hyped for the movie. Got me reintroduced to that universe. Kind of explained some stuff without explaining some stuff. Loved it. Loved it. And I didn't hate all the other stuff. I'm not about to just slam on everything. I'm just saying of all the the stuff I saw, this was my, my favorite. So that's cool that they're going to continue this being good because
1: Wonder Woman's cool. Yeah. I mean, Gail Gadot is always great. Chris Pine is always a scene stealer. And I think that, uh, you know, Pedro Pascal is awesome. That dude's on fire from the Mandalorian. And- yeah a couple of other projects that he's done. And I don't know if you guys have seen, she hasn't done it very often, but Kristen Wiig has done a small number of like indie dramatic roles. She yeah, did a movie Skelton with Bill Hader. Twins. Yeah. Yeah. Called me. the skeleton twins. Every time she's done a dramatic role, she's really, really great in it. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean,
2: there's dramatic and then there's kind of like action movie dramatic. I'm right, not negative. Right. I'm not uh, from the trailer. She would, fi- so I love Vicky Saint Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Vicky get- Saint Elmo is a real, but uh, yeah, I'm cool <laughs> with it. She looks like she's playing a little, like, a, I, I got vibes in a good way, um, even though this isn't a great performance, but like, kind of like some Jim Carrey, Edward Nigma vibes from it, like in a kind of like, you know, I'm the nerd that couldn't get this. It was it seemed like it was that plot right. line, but she's sure. a better actor than Jim Carrey. So that helps.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, yeah, I'm with you, dude. I, I think this movie is going to be just
2: as that good as the first one. Rad. And- yeah, I'm I'm all in. Looks awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, what did you think?
3: Yeah, I was really into that. Um, of all the DC movies that have come out post-Nolan, I, 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 mean, I think Wonder Woman is by far the best of the bunch, and um, I like that there's an actual color palette to it and stuff, so that's that's pleasant. Uh, Gal Gadot's great. Chris Pine's great. I mean, I'm, I, I think it's a – I've said before, it's like, I know it's a comic book movie, but, you know, he had a pretty – Pretty emotional send off in Wonder Woman, and now we're just to Im- meet. Well, it was very successful, so we got to bring him back, you know. But I get it; it's it's a comic movie. You Do what you want. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Patty Jenkins is great, so I trust the director. Um, thus far, she has proven to be the one that can get like a real cohesive vision through what goes on at, at WB and DC, and so um, I trust that she's gonna she's gonna make a competent movie. And and they have they have a, a lot of really interesting parts. Pedro Pascal is awesome. I love Kristen Wiig, and I love Kristen Wiig doing comedy and serious stuff. But I, I'm, I'm with you, Richard. Like there's there's a body in the
1: bathroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my favorite Kristen Wiig joke ever.
3: Um, I think my favorite is Gilly. going to be honest? I love yeah, that's Gilly. Fair. So, so good. Um, I, I do the love the Californians, hands, like,
1: if nothing else, because oh, okay. when you live here, that is all you talk about. So like so you just true. take the 405 <laughs> onto the 101. <laughs> Are you crazy? It's got to be
0: John. I love. Uh, I'm a big Garth and, Garth and Cat guy. Oh, yeah. Garth and Cat. <laughs> What's the character she does with the little hands? I like that one. G- yeah, oh, that not Gilly. Uh, yeah. The Lawrence Welk show. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, I don't that that know the character's great, name. Is
3: it I, I, just know, me? That, is. <laughs> that girl looking Target little lady.
0: I like to target Uh, yeah. target. Uh, Kristen cashier.
3: Has a oh. pretty sneaky case for, for SNL Mount Rushmore. Just, just gonna yeah, yeah oh, no, I'm goodness.
2: with you. I'm with you. I mean, she's no Jane Curtin, but we'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> but who is? She was a debutante <laughs> when she got that job, so oh a young debutante.
3: Um, yeah, look, I, I think this is a really good trailer, and uh, i i enjoy I enjoy what this uh, branch of the DC extended universe looks like, and and the way that they do things. I I do think that that the how Kristen Wiig blends in and kind of melds into that role will be a is a i mean it's a i think it's a very fair question mark for for all of us at this point just say that's that could be the weak link not her her skill or her acting or anything but that is kind of it's it is way out there casting for her and i'm all for taking chances on casting and and doing something a little bit different but it also could be the thing that we we say in october that's
2: a role that that that, i I only say i only say this because patty did monster that's a role though to be fair that like Charlize is in that role. I'm really confident in it. Mm-hmm. And after that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a weird role. I don't know if anyone. Mm-hmm. So I'd be certain right. of anyone. So I, I'm pumped for wigging It. I think that's a cool choice. But yeah, that's a tough. She's a lot to pull off there. And if she mm-hmm. can't, I don't know if it's really on her. It might just yeah, be one totally of those totally unfilmable mm-hmm. characters. But like yeah, it's like if you tell me it's Charlize's Cheetah in I'm like oh that's gonna be awesome. I'm like one one eighty four nineteen eighty four is gonna be the best movie of the year. But like. Other than that, it's, you're like, uh, you know.
3: Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough spot. But it could be the, that could be the thing that we're like, wow, that really, that put the movie over the top. That Heck took, yeah, man. I hope know. it is.
2: Love Kristen sure. Wiig. I mean, she's no, uh, Cecily Strong, but
1: she is. <laughs> Vanessa Bear.
2: I like Vanessa Bear. Yeah, we will go with Vanessa Bear.
0: Kent, what about you, man? Yeah, I know it looks great. Uh, I was anticipating this one this year, I've gone back and rewatched Wonder Woman a, a couple times.
3: Remember movies? Nope, <laughs> unfamiliar. Barely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched the Tax Collector, though. So no, I don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. No, um, yeah, I had to watch it too.
0: Maybe, maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. Well, if the demand is there, it's all we'll say. <laughs> um. So yeah, I know. Looking forward to this one. A part of Wonder Woman that I wanted explored more was like the where she came from. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked the, the mythos behind yeah. the it's Grecian kind of. Yeah. Great. I liked that. Uh, Me too. Maybe uh, I would like, I would like to see that. I, I'm kind of over. I'll be honest. The, the eighties throwback, I don't know, content. <laughs> we don't, I don't know how much more yeah. movies, TV shows, whatever. I, I want set in the eighties. So I don't know. Maybe, I think when this announced, it was a fresh idea. But since then, there's been, I don't know, Stranger Things and a couple other things that have come out that have really yeah kind of and and recaptured that aesthetic already. I think I've gotten my 80s throwback fix. Already. And obviously the thing. obvious comp of Captain Marvel also doing
2: like the 90s thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think there's – I think they'll ground it well and, and not overdo it. I, I thought it was – you know what I dug about it, man, is kind of that, you know, I was kind of, obviously, 80s is like the most played out place to set things. But, you know, the Americans did that really well, where it's like, hey, this subtly is in the 80s. Eight- yeah, it's subtly 80s. And like, just in the first eight minutes, or probably eight, eight seconds of this trailer, this seems subtly 80s, too. So I was like, I'm cool. I'm uh, cool. Give me a couple, you know, you know, we always had the Jurassic Park logic of a few things that make it 80s. And I'm I'm cool. You don't have to, like, be super. I don't need like Wonder Woman with a perm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm cool.
1: I got it. Right. And that's the thing. Like in the trailer, the only moment that they really hit you over the head with the 80s stuff is the joke about parachute pants. And yeah. as long as there's only two or three of those in the whole movie, yeah. I think it'll ride the line real nice of not overdoing totally. it with the 80s nostalgia, you know,
0: totally. hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. not. Yeah. That's my one worry, but Sandler's in it though guy, as yeah, the wedding well.
3: singer. So that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> but only because they couldn't get love. In they tried really dark, dark hard, joke, but
0: maybe in the VIP. <laughs> well let's move on with what happened at DC FanDome believe it or mm. not they the are already dome. I don't know how many years Well, we talked about this the original movie on the podcast it can't be that many years ago they're already rebooting resetting whatever you want to call it the Suicide Squad mm. this time James Gunn free of Disney is behind <laughs> like it like a year and then
3: he'll be right back in the fold. <laughs> yeah, right. He's yeah, back. yeah.
0: He has to regain his, reestablish his reputation. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. As if making the Suicide Squad does that. <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, he is, of course, known for his work with BMCU and Guardians, but mm. now they've entrusted him with the Suicide Squad. So this cast was huge. I saw this animated teaser they put out that was kind of a. It was character poster roll call. I guess is what it was what it was called.
3: Yeah, I was really. Yeah. I didn't
0: realize how many people were in this. I knew it was a lot, and a couple people from the original movie are in it, such as Margo Robbie, Jai Courtney, of course. Because right. if you can get Jai, you do.
2: Yeah, I want to. <laughs> if we can call it Suicide Squad too, I'd re- prefer to refer to it as our boy Sean says the new Jai Courtney,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least Jai Courtney's the Suicide Squad. I would
0: mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Uh, you don't mind Jai Courtney's Suicide Squad? Uh, he literally <laughs> tweeted.
2: I'm going to yes. tell my kids about what, what was it? It was like, yeah, it was like, I can't Something wait like to, in the future. Yeah, the- you'll be saying I'm going to see the new Jack Courtney. And in <laughs> 2013, we were like, will you? And <laughs> guess it
0: mean, was right. <laughs> yeah. So my immediate reaction to this reminds me of basically Guardians mixed with Deadpool where you got a little bit of that campiness yeah. from Deadpool where you don't know what to expect. Maybe there'll be some some topical meta humor in there. You're going to have characters like Polka Dot Man that are just f- there for fun, you know. But you're also going to have a little bit of grounded mythos behind the plot line and everything. And that's going <laughs> to maybe connect other places in the DC universe, which is going to be fun. So Yeah.
1: I mean, the thing that I think is exciting about, um, the fact that there's, there's 20 people in the suicide squad is that I think it's actually going to live up to its name. And I think at least 15 of these people are going to get the axe. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they're actually going to die in the movie, right? So I think it's cool that they've got a bunch of characters that, you know, that, that a lot of fans know, like shark, uh, like King shark and, you know, you've got, <clears throat> you've got the rat catcher and you've got weasel, but then you've got characters that like, I don't even know who they are, like TDK and blackguard, like Pete Davidson's in the movie. So I think it literally in a good way is going to be a bloodbath cool. of like, Oh yeah, half these people are going to you know, get killed in the movie. And apparently it's going to be like some sort of seventies style dirty dozen, like war film. Um, so I think this movie looks like it's going to be a blast. Did you guys get a chance to watch the behind the scenes feature? Yeah. Thing?
2: Okay. Yeah, so, uh, wow, what I was going to say was not a probe. Okay, so let me rephrase. Yeah, liked it, looks cool. Don't know why they couldn't edit a trailer together, because they had a lot of movie footage, but that's okay. But, yeah. man, what a loving tribute to... <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm trying to think of a sarcastic way, but, man, are they really betting on the James Gunn reputation? Oh, my God, every other yeah. word was like, he's a... He's a genius, and he is great. I love the Guardians films. He's made some great movies. I expect this to be a fun movie. Don't get me wrong, right? But oh boy, was that like a like yeah, almost a political endorsement, story, change, world changing? Yeah, it was very Soviet propaganda ish, <laughs> and the movie may live up to that, and that's fine. <laughs> well, though, but just in a like vacuum, you said, you're this like is just the PR campaign. Again, yeah, it was propaganda. very right. PR. Which, by the way, not not even hating on them for. Because DC needs like a PR campaign, like after right. what they've given us, so I'm not even, I'm really not dismissing it. And again, it doesn't make me any less excited for the, the movie. Could be super cool, but I'm just saying, like, it was very transparent what they were doing there. It was like, can, how many times can we say James Gunn and then say mm-hmm. that he's a genius in right. two and a half minutes? And I, I would have taken the. If they said. 300, and I would have taken the under, and they went, they the overpaid out, man. I mean, wrong. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, whatever, but yeah, it was it was definitely, uh, that was you know, WB was pushing that hard, yeah.
1: yeah. I think they're really just kind of betting on you know, when James Gunn came in and did Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, if you would have told everybody before the movie came out, hey, there's a character who's a talking uh, raccoon and a tree, and when this movie comes out, they're going to be essentially household names by the end of it. I think people wouldn't have believed you. So I think that's why they're leaning so far into the James Gunn thing. Cause it's like, guys, you don't know who any of these people are in the movie. Trust James. He's going to take care of it. You'll love everybody by the end of the movie and you're going to love it. You know? So um, I, I don't blame them for leaning into the James Gunn thing. Cause you're right, Richard, they do need kind of a, a very strong kind of a personality driven PR campaign for sure.
2: No, wait. I mean, it's like the, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was just, yeah, it was, it was very, it felt like a political ad on either side. Right. You know, it, it was just like, uh, uh, we have this little cornerstone and, and, um, yeah, totally. Which yeah. I wonder fine. what
0: they would have done here without James Gunn <laughs> you know, Mel Gibson and they would have, <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson, I guess. <laughs> That was good, Brian. What are your thoughts on? No, that was the thing. The he was going
1: He was in. He was in yeah, that like, he
3: writer at some point. At least, he
1: was gonna he was direct there. for like one week, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, didn't you say a bunch of real nasty?" <laughs> oh, you're right. All right, you're. <laughs> Never mind.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like the trailer. Yeah, I thought. I mean, it, not a trailer. Whatever. What What are we calling this? A... Sizzle reel. Feature Yeah, yeah it felt had. like
2: something on a DVD
0: from 2005.
3: Yeah, yeah totally. totally. <laughs> um, the, the, like, like we
0: talked about Wonder Woman 84. This one's Suicide Squad 05. They just <laughs> yeah. going super hard into 05. So going to be a, candy. Uh, candy shop is going to be the, the right. thing. theme. It's, a, it's know, an advertisement. <laughs> he's known for his music drops, so there's going to be a lot of you know. Yeah, I don't know. Richard, yeah. help me out here. What was what are some 05 jams?
2: Um. <laughs> this is how we do <laughs>
0: more fifty cent. That's, would... that's, that's all. we yeah. know. And the game, and bro. Fifty game. cent was the only thing. Was
2: Mo-Fi. that? Uh, f- <laughs> did funeral? Funeral came out that I think year, Stacey's right? Stacy's
0: mom too. That's it. <laughs> funeral. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Man, what Brian, did
2: you
1: did you feel like it was too much? Did you feel like yeah. there was too much going I mean, on?
3: I'm excited for. No, let me rephrase that. I thought there was some good stuff in this little featurette and I think it could be cool. And I hate every James Gunn movie that is not the guardians movies. And so I, that was, it was very much, I mean, Richard, you're, you're spot. On. that was my immediate reaction was like, Okay, but what if he hates weather? I don't this is not really. Right. Not really. You're not really selling me on on James Gunn cuz I think James Gunn may have been one of those people that is better off for the structure of Disney and um rather than you know needs is 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 being uh hamstrung by Disney, you know. And yeah. So, um not not necessarily a huge huge selling point for me, but it did look fun. I you know, tw- it's it's a let me put it this way if you're gonna do 20 characters like this um coming on the heels of rebooting a movie that tried to do 20 characters in maybe the worst way i've ever seen a movie like this the the structure of 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 a or suicide squad squad is is like Awful. offensive it's so so bad on that front you know remember when when is, is her name Katana? They're just like, <laughs> Oh, by the way, I'm here. And she jumps into an airplane. And you're like, Oh, okay. That's the introduction to that character. I guess. Um, it's just, it's horrific. So it's like, if you're going to do that, if you're going to, if you're going to pull this, this, Hey, here's 20 characters. You've only seen two of them before and you're going to love them, blah, 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 or you're going to hate them one way or the other. I think you, I do like the vibe of trying to do. I immediately thought of Dirty Dozen, uh, Shane, when, when I was watching the, 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 10 seconds of, of actual footage that we got in there. So I thought that was a pretty cool, that's an interesting concept. Um, yeah. And when I saw like kind of the roll call of like how many people were going to be in this movie and whatnot, I was like, that's not going to work. I feel like that's you are that is a very ambitious effort perhaps that is, is, is really going to fall flat. Um, but if they do it that, that way to where you're not so concerned about, developing the character of polka dot man can just can just yeah. focus that on sorry polka dot man just whew. Um, <laughs> he's if, awesome
1: if, is what is what you I, mean to say
3: if you can find ways to uh to to not worry so much about that and just kind of focus on the you know four or five main characters then i i think it could be it could be interesting i would i would like for pete davidson's character to be the first one to die but otherwise it's
1: <laughs> okay i mean Yeah, I mean, look, I wouldn't be surprised. It feels, based on the size of the cast and just kind of trying to guess what James Gunn's sensibilities is going to be, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, six of these characters just get massacred the second they step off the plane. What if
0: it's all the original Suicide Squad? would be funny. Yeah, right. Jai Courtney, (laughs) Margot Robbie, they're all just gone. (laughs) They all (laughs) just
1: get massacred, yeah, Yeah. exactly. But I think that, like, by the end of the movie, you're going to whittle it down to, like, Three or four characters, right? And it's going to be like mm. Idris Elba, everybody whose names you know, and then everybody whose names you don't, or the characters you don't, they're all going to be long <laughs> dead, you know, by sure. 20 minutes into the movie. Sure. Yeah.
2: I like that they, Shane, you, you watched the featurette. I only watched it one time through, so you'll know the, the deeds, but, uh, uh, they have two great comps of the movie. They're like, it's Apocalypse Now meets, uh, you know, never a story or something. It, yeah. It's like, what oh, I remember yeah. being, I remember pausing it and being like, "Whoa,
1: what the heck?" I actually had to watch it a couple of times because apparently I, John Cena's in the movie. Never saw him in the in the trailer, but I just mm-hmm. apparently word is yeah, he's, he's an in. infrared
0: camera or something. Or <laughs> yeah, I don't day.
1: know. I heard him. I think I heard him, but did not see him. Dude, Could dude, not dude, confirm. Dude, dude. Yeah.
2: You can't see him. That's the whole.
1: <laughs> you know. Good for him.
2: Now he gets me excited. I'm always. But I hope his roles comedic because it's like he's um, unlike The Rock, which is kind of gift and a curse. He's so good comedically, and then just sort of inherently ridiculous dramatically, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, but he has a real gift in terms of action comedy. So I hope he's used that way because he could be awesome.
1: I'm almost certain he will be. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, me too. I'm. Not, I, I didn't mean that as critique.
3: I just.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: It just it reminded me of Mystery Men with like a war tent. So that could be, like, I'm not, you know, you're not getting me sold right now because that's a weird concept, but it, it has hey, to Shane, be. Hey, Shane,
2: can I tell you a great Mystery
3: Men story? Tell Mitchell Suicide
2: These two know it, but I don't know. I don't think I've said it on the pod. I don't think I've said it to you. So I was at Corey's bachelor party, and... <laughs> uh,
1: Already, I'm in. I'm in.
2: <laughs> so... <laughs> I swear to God, every word of this is true. So we booked it in the the party was like going to be in like let's say July, can't remember. And we book it in like April, and like two weeks after we book it, they announced that the Mayweather McGregor fight is going to be that weekend in Las Vegas, and we have everything booked, yeah. in our hotel rooms and everything. And so we're kind of like, hey, should we just sell a room and everything, even if we take a hundred dollar loss on the flight, like? Let's go a week later and we'll all make 500 bucks. And but whatever, for whatever reason, it was only like could only work that weekend, yeah. So, and I'm kind of like kind of dreading it because it's like this is going to be mayhem. It's the biggest fight in 20 years, you know, in terms right. of like spectacle. Um, and so we get to Vegas, wasn't that and, the
1: weekend that you, you saw Guy Fieri across the lobby? Wasn't that the same? Uh, weekend?
2: no, I think that I was there for a trade show for that weekend. So, oh, okay, so anyway we get there and this was what you know umped my respect for vegas like a hundred million percent it was like it was like 10 percent busy and it's like you're like oh wait it's vegas like they can just handle everything like i said you could have a super bowl on the north end of the strip and the south end at the same day in vegas be Like yeah we're cool like yeah, yeah rooms will be like 15 percent more but that's it like it was great but so it worked out fine um but uh, anyway we're checking out on end of the weekend we we had a great weekend and they had it was a Showtime pay-per-view so we and we were staying at the MGM which is the it's owned by you know CBS that whole Viacom right. whatever the you know Summer Renstone RIP company is and so we're, there's a lot of, there's some CBS celebs you know that they brought out for the fight for fun Nance, so we're checking out yeah, <laughs> Jim Kvesel. Jim Jim Nance actually slept <laughs> out on my foldaway bed in my suite. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, he <laughs> pocketed the per diem, He man. for yeah, he get just pocket that per diem that way, and it was good. But anyway, so <laughs> we're checking out, and we're sitting in the lobby, and uh, William H Macy is checking out, and it's like, oh, it's awesome. I'm not gonna bother him, but it's like, cool. It's William H Macy from you know Boogie Nights and a million the other part, you know, a million other movies, and. I say something to Mark, your former bandmate Kent, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right." And Corey goes, "Who is that?" I said, "Oh, it's William H Macy." And swear to God, word for word, Corey goes, oh, "The guy from Mystery Man? <laughs> <laughs> is that not the most corn dog? Like, yeah. of course, that's why you would know William H Macy. Yeah, which course. I'm not even hating on. It. It's just that is like perfectly Corey, like yeah, not on not, brand.
1: not the cooler, not looking at yeah. you. <laughs>
0: If you had gone up to him right at that moment and said, are you the guy from Mystery Men? He would have he would have loved that. Have I know, I tried to get him to do it. I in think. my career. <laughs> <laughs> no, one person. You're the first. Who has walked up to me and
2: said. Are That's why so I always from- say, if I ever meet Paul McCartney, I'm going to say, are you the guy from The Fireman? <laughs>
1: that from techno
2: Woods? band he's in? If,
1: if, if oh, my you know God. I mean, it's, if, it's Paul from The Fireman. If you ever meet anybody from the cast of Mystery Men, the immediate follow-up question <laughs> is, did you meet Smashmouth?" <laughs>
2: It ain't no joke.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I like to. All right. Well, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm pretty optimistic for it. If it's just typical James Gunn, I think you're right, Brian. I think he does need to be kind of reined in from his instincts mm. a little bit because he can be kind of, I don't know, if they give him a an R rating and say just do what you want and this is it's Deadpool with 20 people, then... Mm-hmm. Maybe that could work. I don't know. We know it's like I said; it's, it's going right. to have a lot of good songs in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. if anything else, or if nothing else. But a movie I didn't know was still coming out. Apparently, for some reason, <laughs> the Flash. Yeah, I guess this is still happening. This is what Batman and Shane said. This is I, yeah. I was going to say read good. his. Yes, this yeah. is
2: the most DC person we know,
0: and this is his description. So read this. <laughs> it says. <laughs> I guess this is still happening. I hope it's good. Shrugs.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do want
0: a- to see Keaton again though. So apparently Michael Keaton of all of things probably got paid the most <laughs> to do this one. That's yeah, why I chose that.
1: that, was, that I'm <laughs> sure that they backed up an armored truck to Michael Keaton's, you know, Summer Villa and uh, you know, begged him to come back. Before we get into the flash, the big kind of takeaway from this movie and then kind of In fandom in general is that DC, I guess, has decided that they are embracing like the multiverse kind of theory of their content now. So at this
0: point, you have to after all these restarts. Everybody else has done multiverse. They (laughs) have to do multiverse. That's why
3: they're doing it.
1: Yeah. And and so uh, (laughs) at this point, what they're I guess what they're just attempting to do is just saying that all of these different properties are happening on different concurrent Earths at any given moment. And so that kind of gives them the opportunity to, you know, uh, jump from one story to another and to have characters that you don't really see having any reason to interact, interact. But I think yeah. also the flip side is it allows them to just kind of quickly scrap properties that aren't working Um you know, and so, uh,
3: I, like one that has had 14 different directors and has a <laughs> terrible co star that has a very problematic recent history. I yeah, exactly. exactly. So we,
2: we I don't talk. can't imagine why.
1: I, and that's the thing is,
3: other I
2: than that, though, Brian, other than that, <laughs> right? Great if point.
1: I, if I was running DC or if I was running Warner Brothers, this, I, this feels like the logical choice because. You can't stop trying to be Marvel. You can't do that anymore. You're too far behind the game. Stop trying to tell one singular kind of giant story like Marvel is doing. Um, So at this point, it kind of just gives you the opportunity to kind of build this thing as you go. Um, And I guess the other thing from just a business perspective is that bringing in, having the opportunity to bring in characters like Michael Keaton's Batman and all that stuff is um you know it's gonna get people that don't watch a lot of movies or know a lot about comic books or superheroes like my parents know michael keaton batman and if you told them that he was back as batman they'd be like what and they would go see that movie just because they were like oh i remember that from 30 something years ago so it's not i I think that it's the only play that dc has left at this point is just to kind of say like oh yeah this is all happening at the same time and we're just other than nicholson joker (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's- I want
2: oh, I, I want four simultaneous Jokers. I want <laughs> Pattinson Joker. I want Joaquin Pattinson? Joker. I want them to do a. Well, I mean Pattinson Batman Joker. Oh. Eventually they bring that in. It'll be like okay. Jai Courtney, and then I want
0: <laughs> hopefully,
2: yeah, hopefully, God willing. But he and then I the want ring. Jared Leto Joker standalone. I want Joaquin Phoenix J- standalone sequel, and then I want Old Man Joker from Jack. And they all yeah. come out within four months of each other, and they all <laughs> win Oscars
1: and then dig Heath ledger up, string him up weekend at Bernie style,
2: and... oh man, how <laughs> dare you? Burgess Meredith is offended.
1: Hey, you want dark and gritty? I'll give you dark and gritty, We'll string him <laughs> up We'll string him up like Bob Barker, and just kind of move him around the set and
0: so I'm guessing the flash is going to have the ability to just go through space time like they're going to use theory of relativity man if you can go a certain speed you can go back in time they're going to figure that out I and mean, then he's going to he's going to race back in time or forward in time and see Michael Keaton as as either de-aged I'm I'm putting this out there into the universe into the multiverse if you will mm. nice de-aged version or it's going to be current version but he's going to come from like like basically the Flash isn't just going to run into Michael Keaton in the real world, right? There's going to be some kind of I'm going back or forward to meet him or vice versa, right? They're going to bring it in that that way. I don't think it's just like he's already, he exists already as Bruce Wayne and he runs into him at a coffee shop. He's like, oh, my gosh, aren't you that guy from
1: yeah, and that's all long time ago? And that's yeah. why I guess it makes sense that they're bringing Ben Affleck back as Batman because that would be the Batman that this Flash knows so Ben Affleck would be the jumping off point, I guess, to other Batmans in the continuity that they're gonna do. But they did they did release like some concept art from this film, which hasn't shot anything yet, but they did release some concept art that did show Michael Keaton definitely in the suit. So it's not like you're just gonna see like you said, like Michael Keaton at a coffee shop. Like he's apparently gonna suit back up. Um, you know, oh, cool. who knows? Maybe well, yeah, he's gonna like, spend maybe their- he goes
0: back to eighty nine and it looks like Keaton eighty nine, and they can do that. I don't know
1: either that or he's going to spend the rest of quarantine just getting yoked, and then he's going to look like the <laughs> Rock, and
2: he's mm. going to go to uh, what's his name? Farmers' Insurances Trainer. Um, I have to, yeah, J.K. Simmons. I got to correct myself. Obviously, Cesar Romero is Joker. I, Burgess Meredith is Penguin, but I, I was taking quick on the joke, but you know, for all of you yelling at home, I had to, I had to correct that.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll let you have it. It's fine.
3: Hmm. Notarized letter,
1: please full mm-hmm.
2: apology. Probably well, the turn. Yeah. <laughs> Notarized <laughs> oh, nice letter.
0: <laughs> so not much intrigues me about that one other than, yeah, be, be cool to see Keaton again. Uh, I don't know that we need a flash movie. Okay, I mean, what do you guys think?
1: It. What do you guys think about the business strategy of just kind of saying like, "Oh, it's all a multiverse, and so we're just going to make a bunch of random stuff, and if it works, we'll keep it, and if it doesn't, it doesn't." I mean, just yeah. from a business standpoint, how do you guys feel about that? Just trying to control that universe, and how do we feel?
2: Not bad. I hate it, oh, see, I'm different
0: than Brian. Yeah, I think it's it like at w- this point, you're at such a loss. It. It's, yeah,
3: yeah, you you make a good point. You're at at this point. I guess this is just
0: so they're like. You mean we don't have to fire anybody and we can just keep all these movies in development and never have to make a decision? Sounds great. Hey, Brian, let me put it to
2: you this way. It's just like firing up a lot of threes. It's like, okay, what if Aaron Williams from those Nets teams fired up mm-hmm. eight, nine threes a game?
3: That's a good point. Okay, I thought about you're welcome. Before. What if he makes 60% of them? Like yeah, exactly. Record? <laughs> then he's the <laughs> best
2: player ever. So that's there what I'm is. saying. So you get it now.
3: There we go. Yeah. I'd be way more into this if it was not the movie that we knew like i said it had a dozen directors and two dozen writers and a terrible flash um, who has who just why are we fighting so hard to get this guy in movies i don't i don't get it and i don't know bringing back batley i'm i'm interested in keaton i that sounds cool uh but i'm already beaten down with the number of jokers that we have in this dumb universe and they're perpetually like I know some of it is just like this is how the internet works with with comic book fan sites and stuff but some of it is driven by by Warner Brothers DC it's like perpetual well we might uh, we might greenlight six Jared Leto Joker movies Are you interested in that and it's just like constantly floating these deals <laughs> yeah. and we're going to do and stuff and so <laughs> it's like for me it's I'm already drowning in in Joker movies and different jokers and stuff, do I really need eight different Batmans as well? And I mean Shane told me once like ten years ago,
2: he's like when I die I want to die drowning in Joker movies. So it's weird you say that.
3: (laughs) Right. Um, but
1: just bury me in D V D copies of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker.
3: (laughs) To be fair, Marvel and Sony do the same thing with Spider Man. So I you know I get it. But it's it's those movies are have been good for the most part. So it's anyway. Um, I think it's I, just, a, I think it's a double edged sword. Gets me interested. Keaton gets me interested, but the rest of it, I don't know. I. I. I Billy Crudup too. I your say, boy. I guess I would just say if and Kiersey
2: Clemens so you've and, long been talking about.
3: I do dig Kiersey Clemens uh, I just wish they would say, "Hey, Ezra Miller's not the Flash anymore," and this project that we know that you know we've been trying to get off the ground for a literal decade at this point. We're going to scrap it. We're doing something different. Like, even if that's a lie, I would feel better. Like, how much point. better is it with, like, I mean, like, if you throw,
2: throw Chalamet I mean, in this, yeah. like, you can't yeah. overpay Chalamet. Like, $30 million for Chalamet, done. Yeah. Like, this is going to make, with him and Keaton, that's a over a billion dollar movie with that mm-hmm. property. And then you don't have to deal with all the creepy
3: Ezra Miller stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just, you I know what I mean? I don't understand that studio's commitment. So fervently to Ezra Miller, I I don't get it. Well, a talent guy.
2: like that, Brian, he's in an enigma, like
3: Brian. No, sense. don't get it.
1: Well, and, and remember the other thing too is it's not it's not just a DC problem, right? It's it's Ezra Miller is a big part of the um. Uh, I'm drawing yeah. a blank on the the Harry I mean, the Potter, Harry Potter movie, yeah, so whatever. It it, so he's in those games, as well, and series.
3: yeah, he's yeah. awful in those. Yeah, too. it's a WB I mean, he's thing. He's yeah, awful. He's not. He's that not reeks a good of WB over these movies, and totally, he's potentially. I mean, he's. Go, go Google, see right. what I'm talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's this isn't. I don't know. Not that I don't want to be heard as saying like, if you're more talented, you're worth putting up with with your domestic abuse. But like, Ezra Miller is for sure not worth this. Like, let's just please stop. Move on. Do cast anyone else in that role. But
1: right. Anyway. And I do think that it's kind of a double edged sword where, you know, the the idea of this multiverse thing does mean that there's a lot of projects floating around that don't seem to be have any sort of coordination or thought behind <laughs> like any thought behind like whatever before they just green light them. But the flip side is if things like this happen with Ezra Miller or anybody else, or if a movie just bombs and nobody likes it, it makes it so much easier to just kind of cut ties and say, okay, this didn't work. Let's try something else in the multiverse and kind of mm-hmm. reboot it or whatever. And just pretend like it's a whole nother earth now. And then if it works great, we'll stick with that and we'll, you know, kind of run with it. So.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well moving on, The Rock is finally doing his DC movie that he's been circling since the day one we started this podcast seven years ago. We were talking about <laughs> the Rock circling a DC movie. He's been talking about this. I I saw he put it on Instagram that's like it's gonna be worth the wait. We've been working so hard behind the scenes. So, the character. Well, it was gonna be Warlock for a while, wasn't it? And now it's Black Adam. I know he's had several several offers throughout the years of characters and he's never attached himself to one, never felt like one would be right for him. Black Adam. I guess this is going to interact according to Batman Shane, with Shazam.
3: Yeah. I saw so, concept
0: art and it, and it had the big lightning bolt like Shazam on the, on the, um, uniform or, or yeah. Or so game. if you
1: guys know. remember the movie Shazam, which it's okay if you don't, cause I barely did. Uh, you know, the wizard gives his little power. He gives the powers to Billy Batson and then five of his siblings. So that's six. And apparently there's seven wizards. So black Adam is the seventh and he has the power. So that's why his outfit looks like the rest of the Shazam folks, but it's just a different color. Um, But yeah, you know, my my thing is I, whatever I I'm kind of, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm definitely kind of getting rock fatigue. Um, he's just, he's in so much. And it was like, Richard, you had said it well, on the podcast a while we, back. Like, remember when he <laughs> did that real quick run of like rampage skyscraper. And there was like one other movie and it was like, A-watch. if you would have taken. Yeah. And it's like, if you would have taken one of those out, the other two would have been awesome. But when you put them all within a four month span, it's just, they're all kind of, cause you're just tired of the rock.
2: Yeah, he does. You know, his work, I think is legendary and that's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. You know, there's there's always going to be fatigue with guys like that. I I relate. He is not Tom Cruise, but I I relate him to Tom Cruise. And there was a Tom Cruise era where he didn't really figure out the release schedule because he's such a mm. crazy. I think they both share that maniacal uh, work ethic. I think The Rock will figure that out. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think you know you don't you don't have to do ballers and host the show on NBC that's like Ultimate Ninja Warrior and be in four movies a year. Um I understand you're busy. Maybe just, you know, record stuff and throw it away.
0: <laughs> just yeah, just to- <laughs> quit everything and just only focus on the XFL. That's what I'm saying.
2: Um yeah. fair, yeah, he owns the XFL now. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Content for Kent, right? But uh yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> but uh for sure for I I've it's always that point, but counter proposal. Kent and I were once in a building where The Rock came out with a flamethrower and lit a sign on that said The Rock at WrestleMania. So, <laughs> I i
0: mean, I'd like to see you counter I, that. I, I smell what The Rock's cooking. I don't <laughs> yeah, know how much exactly.
1: <laughs> so, Kent, are you in on this? Are you kind of excited for You know, for it I there?
0: enjoyed Shazam. Uh, I, I just think Dwayne has waited so long to do this. He probably should have done this. He calls him Dwayne because they're close- I mean, and, a lot of yeah. people.
2: We don't talk about this a lot on the pod, but the Kent and the Rock are really cool. No, you were I, in you were in his wedding.
0: I was oddly, I was <laughs> next to the best man. I wasn't the best man. I you was, weren't the best yeah, man, but you were. Yeah. You were yeah, a was, groomsman. I yeah. was. That is a fun fact. <laughs> um, well, I call him Dwayne because he clearly wants to be called Dwayne because everyone calls him Rocky Rock, and you know he. Mm. he I call him every Hercules. movie poster, even on skyscrapers, like Dwayne Johnson. No one, no one. <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. all right, kids, we're going to go to see the new Dwayne Johnson movie if you guys want to. No, it's The Rock. He just needs to mm-hmm. embrace The Rock. It needs to be The Rock. It's like Sting or The Edge. You know? Mm-hmm. You just... That's you. Right, because The Rock a is the guy time. who
1: beats you up. Dwayne Johnson is the guy who does your
2: taxes. Dwayne.
0: Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne Johnson needs to be hit when he's in a drama movie. And The Rock needs to be when he's in a Skyscraper.
2: Come on. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. I'm, I'm really waiting kind of for... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I really am waiting for The Rock to do, like, a Duplass Brothers mumblecore. Because, <laughs> like, every actor has it. They try to do it. You know what I mean? They they do drama face.
0: He's never... Yeah, he's never done anything. It would be... Anything. I
2: mean, because he's so... I mean, this is not his fault, but he's just so absurdly... I mean, I guess it is his fault, because he works out like a crazy so, person. So jacked. <laughs> he's just so absurdly jacked. And... <laughs> It would be so funny. What was that Will Ferrell movie? Like Everything Must Go. I'm waiting for The Rocks. Everything Must Go. <laughs> it's like he's serious. He's grounded. He's so grounded. And like I mean, it's a really like smart he performance from him. But, goal, but he's man. still just so absurdly bigger than everyone else. Guess yeah, I how... would
3: see the day where I'd forget that the. Rocks
2: <laughs> I forgot yeah. it was The Rock. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was either you know Gary Oldman or Don Cheadle, Some but real it, Daniel
3: Day Lewis. Yeah. Thing, because
2: it wouldn't matter how good he is, because he is a good actor. It's just his body is so crazy, what
4: was the... somewhat confusing. The Rock, <laughs>
1: oh, oh man! God. What was the? Oh, yeah, Richard, you're right though. What was the movie he did? It was probably with Kevin Hart, where like his character wears a fanny pack. But the rock is so big that the fanny pack didn't look like if fa- it looked like a pocket knife or a beeper. Yeah, like on his belt because he's. Just I think that so was real yeah, life because
2: he does have it. that. He fanny does. Game. Man, my biggest CIA Central in the
0: Intelligence. How many movies has he done with Kevin Hart? Like six at this point. Yeah, we have How to Too.
1: Yeah, and there's probably seven in development. By the way,
2: unpopular opinion alert: I enjoy them together. Love them in Hobbs and Shaw, oh, I, I they I were fine. You know, not, not gonna hate on it. Not gonna be 100 percent batting average, but they're they're I haven't seen central together.
0: intelligence. Or there's a couple more there.
1: Look, they're like they're good together, but I think it was Brian who did say, like, in order to be like a super, super effective comedy duo, you gotta let me miss you a little bit. So don't oh, yeah. do don't do six movies yeah. in five years. Do two a decade so that yeah, when you totally. come together, the fireworks just kind of. Like spark, how the first you know?
2: thing I think up every morning is why haven't Jonah Hill and Micah Sarah done another movie together? Yeah, it's that.
1: Right, uh, exactly. They would be perfect together because we yeah. miss them now. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I think The Rock, Dwayne. You ever seen it? It's not for me. I think he is under the impression, maybe growing up doing wrestling or whatever, that this is. Once in a lifetime thing, you have to capitalize on your moment while you have it. That's fair. And that's a 365 degree day business. And not like I'm doing the slow burn. I'm totally, Mm -hmm. you know, careful. You know, I think he's like, while I'm hot, I'm striking that thing. They call it degrees because I know one day it's going to be cold. No one's going to want me to be in a movie when I'm 75 or whatever. You know, so.
2: In the wrestling business, they call it heat for a reason, man. You just milk that till it's dead. And so I get that. And he and honestly, like we're still kind of excited to see The Rock. It's not like he's totally worn us yeah, out. Yeah, I'll
0: see this. Sure. I'll be, yeah, um,
2: sure. But yeah, you're right. You, there's probably yeah. some level of like, hey, go ahead and not that you're this level of an actor, you're a very good actor, but go ahead and DiCaprio it and just go away for six years and we'll be so super from-
0: excited from 2017 to to the end of 2018 this is i don't know basically a year he had the Fate of the Furious, Baywatch, Jumanji, Rampage and Skyscraper all come out in basically I don't know, yeah 12 months sure. there you know yeah so yeah that's a, that's quite a run and then coming up for him he's got Red Notice which is a Netflix movie i believe mm-hmm. and Jungle Cruise, which was supposed to come out this summer, it has been delayed. Yeah, that Brian, seems like a just, good Disney Plus one, kind of right? Yeah. I look. Jungle I like. Cruise, who's gonna like camp I out think, for Jungle Cruise? I like I think
3: Jungle Cruise. They want in theaters because they want it to. I it, not that it's going to be Pirates of the Caribbean, but they got a big parks boost out of yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean for sure. I think they're really trying yeah. to. Make that happen again, and uh, that budget
2: wasn't so like. If that has to come out in 2022, they're probably fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I with
0: the amount I, of people I, dying on the Jungle Cruise per year at Disneyland, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they right. the the they need you know. the a yeah. positive spin. Yeah, right. <laughs> it <laughs> it is it a brutal ride. It year. is brutal. Yeah, it is yeah. It's nuts. Not for kids. No.
2: Okay. I'm super excited for Kevin Smith's teacups. <laughs> and it's cool to see him join the join Sorry. Disney and all that. So I'm yeah, yeah.
3: Teacups have have a giant hockey. Jersey. Ari Asters. Oh. It's a small world. Is pretty. Oh no, it's pretty oh. dark. Oh. It's Which real. would
2: you rather watch, Brian?
3: Oh, definitely the teacups. I can't. Kevin's I can't handle it. Ari Aster. It's, But,
2: but it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, but I didn't tell you this part. It's smell of it. Oh,
1: it's
3: tough, but.
1: I forget what the name of the ride is, but it feels like Werner Herzog could take over the golf ball at Epcot, and it's just like a thirty-six-hour documentary ride. You just spaceship Earth. Yeah, spaceship yeah. Earth, yeah, can't can't get off, can't go to the bathroom. You just gotta listen to him narrate what's the, um, the history what's the of one man? where they
0: take you through the history of time uh, and technology, and, and that's in the Epcot ball. Oh, I think the that, is, of
3: yeah, that is a progress.
0: Yeah, I've been. That is
4: that could be so that could be some Herzog so
0: stuff awesome. for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: Welcome to the carousel of progress. So next,
0: life is we've got <laughs> the big, the big honcho here. Or there's two actually. Yep, first of all, we've been building to this. We've been teasing Snyder you with
2: this nonsense. Cut. Yeah, Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Cut.
0: before
1: we before we talk about the center Cut, let me go ahead and put in my mouth guard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dig just to, beating. yeah, before I take a beating here. Um, I'll, you guys go first on this one. I'm curious to hear kind of what you guys thought of that. Well, all 22 minutes of the panel were worth it. I'm kidding.
2: Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's, so they are doing it as a mini series, right? Yeah. It's it's a four
1: hour, like four, one hour long episodes on HBO max. We're not sure yet if that's going to be nightly or if it's going to be weekly, but they did say that after that was done, they're then going to hack it into one four hour long movie and they're going to put it in theaters for anybody who wants to go see it that way.
2: So just you. Just (laughs) you—it's a road show of Shane going around the country, city, and theaters watching. So, uh, yeah, not super optimistic about this, but I'm, you know, it's—it's the only interesting thing is like how it's judged (laughs) against because at that point it's kind of quote unquote television, like how do like it's going to be so high budget for quote unquote television, like how do awards handle that, like. Oh wait, we won't worry about it, like Snyder. Um, but the yeah, it's 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 interesting how they're how they're doing that. But he, I mean, there's no way the Snyder cut was originally four hours. So he was he's feeling himself now with the social media push. I'm sure it was three three fifteen, and now he's like, well, I can add to that because everyone wants to see my true cut of the Snyder cut, and that does leave out the fact of. Dude, your job was to deliver, like, if you were going to deliver a four-hour movie to theaters, then you did fail at your job. You're not... Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? He's acting, he's like presenting himself as a victim, and it's like, you're kind of making the studio's point that the Snyder Cut, it was four hours, because no one was going to sit through a four-hour Justice League movie, but hope it's good. All right, Shane, or what? Hold on, let's all dunk on you more, and then you can defend yourself. Brian, you go next. (laughs) I'm for for You are an
3: idiot. Uh no, I I mean I hated I would I it felt like being stabbed in the eyes. I mean, it's <laughs> the, <laughs> But other than that, but other than that. but other than that, great. I mean, flipping Citizen Kane. Um I look, the one of the reasons that he got this job is because he he did you know, great visuals on 300 and and mm-hmm. Watchmen. Um So I don't I have no clue what's happening in the beginning of I mean like his his I understand that it's an it's a a department of human beings that works on these movies. It's not like he's in there at the computer figuring out the visuals and stuff, but like the visuals are horrific. They're horrific. They look it looks so, so bad. It's pretty ugly. Um, It's 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 all and it always is. It was it was ugly in Batman v Superman. Um, it was, uh, it was horrendous injustice league, whatever part of that was his. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I hate, I hate this. I, I think it's, I'm, I'm, we all know where my <laughs> stance is and people will come and yell at me and that's fine. But I, I don't think that this needs to exist. I think that I, I still feel like it's pretty gross the way that he has handled all of this. Mm-hmm. He's maybe my least favorite director at this point. Like I hate, I hate his whole persona and the way that he goes he you know quote unquote handles his business on Twitter I mean he's just it's it's he's a real I I really dislike what he brings to the table Um, and and this whole project what I've said all along and and I guess I will just continue to repeat is this will undoubtedly be more cohesive than what we got in what year did that movie come out 20, I don't 17, I don't know. 17. 17 20
2: yeah. 2004 okay. I think
3: Okay, yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, yeah, look, it, the this will undoubtedly be more cohesive than the 2017 movie, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be good, and it doesn't mean that it's going to be any better. And there's, there is nothing in that Justice League movie that leads me to believe that there is a good movie inside of the Justice League. Because if there was a good movie in it, you can say all you want about the studio meddling and rushing to get it out and all this sort of stuff and i those things are all probably true and that's that's well and good but it is this it is in the studio's best interest to put out a movie that is good and if there was a good movie to be found inside of whatever remained in that justice league cut whether it was in Snyder's cut or sitting on the editing floor or in Joss Whedon's camera or whatever else um they would have figured out how to put a a halfway decent movie on screen and they did not so yeah i,
2: I mean this to reiterate terrible. again, either A, you were lying about the Snyder Cut, or B, you were trying to sell a four-hour movie to your studio, and that thus you can't mm-hmm. really hate on them for. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you dropped out for personal reasons, and total respect there. But like, yeah, they were going to edit that down. They were going to edit a four-hour movie down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're saying the only way this can truly be understood is a four-hour version, well, I mean, I, I'm not someone that sides with studios a lot because they're full Mm -hmm. of a lot of idiots, but I'm going to side with them on that. I mean, that seems like a ridiculous expectation for either that or asked to split it into two films. It might be a case where, but Shane's about to say he did ask or something,
0: but you finish. then we'll Go ahead. 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 It might be a case where DC slash Warner brothers were so full of themselves coming off of man of steel or whatever they were coming off of making this film while they were in, in principal photography they might have even told Zack Snyder shoot everything we'll decide what we want before we go too far budget wise like we'll have we'll have pre-visual graphics we'll use animatics in places but show us what you want the movie to be or you know ideally you know basically just make your screenplay into a movie and we'll cut it down and if we need to we'll find the best movie like Brian said so maybe it's possible that that Snyder cut existed um that he needed this 40 million dollars to finish out the cg that wasn't complete i've said on the podcast before i didn't think the Snyder cut existed ever and i thought yeah you know yeah yeah. i I think he had three-fourths of it shot when he left the project and and joss whedon came in you know shot some couple couple pickup shots maybe some reshoots and sat down and tried to put the thing together and it was a complete mess and said, here, here's the best I can do. Have fun with this. And now that there's this quote unquote Snyder cut revolution happening on social media, HBO sees the opportunity to say, Hey, uh, we see there's an audience behind this. We're launching a platform. We, ha- we own this property. We should probably, let's just have a meeting with Zack Snyder and see what he says. Hey, uh, Zach, is this, Justice League cut exists. Well, it does exist. Yeah, yep. Yep. It, it exists. It exists. Uh, yeah. But I'd need, I'd need like 40, 40 million to, to, to finish it. Okay. Well, sounds good. And then now he's actually making the movie, you know, <laughs> it never oh, was yeah. made. Now he's, he's, he's making it. And question for you, Shane, before you tell us your thoughts. Yeah, sure. Is now what's, that we've all the, done what's with the aspect for... ratio of this trailer? Yeah. I was thinking about that as well. so like Square. So... We're going to be watching it on our Tube TVs? What is
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's so it looks to me like that aspect ratio is the seventy millimeter aspect ratio. It's the IMAX, like, yeah, it's the IMAX aspect ratio. But that's gonna look sick on my HBO.
2: Why Max. are they
0: doing that for HBO Max exclusive? Right. That's so waste of money. I it's totally like you're agree. Yeah. It
1: Literally. seems like a weird aspect ratio to put it on a TV format. Um
0: But who knows? Maybe for all the promotion. You don't have an IMAX in your living room? Zack Snyder does.
1: But who knows? Maybe for all the promotional (laughs) materials, they're using the IMAX format because that's how they're mastering the movie. And then for the HBO Max uh, presentation, they're going to crop it to, like, you know, full frame or whatever, so it'll fill your TV. But you don't do that step until the whole – complete it's one of the last things you do you don't do that until the, the all the visual effects and color timing and all that are done
0: you know so what? who knows
1: maybe it'll look different when it actually premieres next year
0: honestly they shouldn't have even have shown that because they could have suckered you guys into going into the now come see the snyder cut the imax cut version <laughs> and you guys would all have lined up to go see this on an imax screen you know like if they if you didn't know that it was in this in this version i guess but yeah, just i mean excuse me it's to be fair, to on a cell phone it's like
1: square to be fair i'm such a technology dork that if they put cats out in an imax aspect ratio i'd be like yeah cool i'll go see it whatever like i bet I it looks it, good
0: i had to check to see if it was that's the official, sexual shane that's that's <laughs> yeah. I to check to see if it was the official account that had that posted it on youtube i was watching it. i was like somebody cropped this I weird did. oh wait yeah that's the actual that's aspect, aspect ratio it. i guess all right yeah, I don't know about this four hour thing either. I don't know why I think it's you you should pick one. Either do four episodes and do like an extended Justice League miniseries or do a four hour movie. I don't understand yeah. the four part, but it's a movie, but it's not. It's like nobody like what we were talking about earlier. Nobody can make up their mind there and they're just like, Can we do everything? Can we do both? Can we not not commit to any Structure whatsoever, <laughs> just gonna put this thing out. Yeah, but I man, to me this just reeks of money, cash grab, capitalize on social media hype. This is all anything social media or Twitter. At least we talking about for at least that weekend is worth forty million. I don't care how bad it is, quote unquote, critically, because people will be talking and the fanboys will defend it even if it sucks. So, <laughs> right. Know?
1: So, OK, let me let me tick off a couple of uh, uh, just a couple of points. Um, so I think to Richard's point kind of at, at the jump, I know that when Justice League was announced initially and when it was greenlit, it was greenlit as two films. They were going to make Justice League part one and part two. Um, I don't know at what point it was shrunk down to one film, but I think that it was shrunk down to one film like after they had already started shooting. So at that point, sets had already been built and the budget had already been greenlit essentially to make two movies. So I imagine Zack Snyder kind of said, well, look, we were already greenlit to shoot two movies. We're just going to shoot it and then we'll kind of edit it down later and we'll kind of make it one movie if we have to. But I think it was I know when the project was announced, it was greenlit as two movies. Um, The other thing is about the HBO for like four episodes thing Yeah, I don't necessarily know. I could be wrong, but you guys know how HBO works. Like, they put it in hour-long time slots. Each of the episodes – could You're end gonna up gonna being be forty five minutes, you know. Fair. Well, that's a good point. That's they're a good
0: going point. to they're going to release it one by one, so they're basically going to take over social media for a month because every right. Friday it's going to be like no, new Snyder cut is. Oh, that's right. true. I mean, that's yeah. true, Ken.
2: But Shane, that's actually a really good point. These this could still be a three and a half hour movie, even with those four one hour time slots. That's I hadn't thought about right. that. That's, that's totally valid.
1: They're going to pad it with commercials for other HBO shows and stuff. I doubt that yeah. it's going to be exactly 60-minute segments sure. or whatever. No,
2: great point. No, super, super smart by you. Um, yeah.
1: But look, to, to Brian's point, Like, I completely get it. Like I said, he and I disagree on this. But, but I don't think either of us are wrong. If you don't like Zack Snyder and you don't like Division, I don't think that you're going to particularly care for the Justice League. But I do think that it's going to feel a little bit more cohesive, and it's going to feel like – the the way that I was I was kind of trying to think to like explain it is like if you were reading the Lord of the Rings books and you read the first one and then you read the second one and then oh, you read is the a third one on Brian well it's and it's not no it's just it's because I'm thinking like those books are wordy but if all of a sudden you read the third one and you realized oh the third one was written by Doctor Seuss instead of Tolkien and you were like why does this third one feel so weird and completely like not the same as the other two, then if you found out 10 years later, oh, Tolkien actually did write a third book. Does anybody want to read it? It's like, yeah, because it's the same. It feels like the right author finishing the trilogy, right? Versus, now again, Tolkien is an amazing writer and all this stuff. You should have gotten
2: lower brow with that analogy, but I see your point that I'm excited for, potentially, if this is a month of one episode content, A, it's a month for us, baby. We can come on here every Sunday night and <laughs> a recap. wreak havoc. We'll get you in every week, Shano. And then number two, how that oh, what what do you do with the what do you do with TV awards? Because that'll definitely get nominated for some technical stuff. And that's gonna right. make Brian even double more mad. And I can't wait for that.
1: Yeah. By the way, I will <laughs> but say if, if
2: half of it's a Perry Mason ad,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know. right. Now I will say as as well documented, I'm not on a lot of social media. I'm not on Twitter. The stuff I have seen of Zack Snyder on Twitter does feel a little gross and a little gloaty and a little like yeah. a little like rubbing it in everybody's face. And it's like, dude, that's not how you really succeed in this industry. You you need to be gracious. You need to thank the fans for supporting you, and then just make your thing and kind of move on. So I, the stuff that I have seen is a little, uh, yeah, a little spike in the ball in the end zone type deal. But like. Uh, gosh. You know, uh,
3: imagine spiking the ball in the end zone, losing by seventy three points. That's what <laughs> it like to also, s- scoring that trailer with Hallelujah is pathetic. Like,
2: hey man, I heard there was God, a secret chord. So <laughs> out, oh yeah.
3: Well, and not
1: and not only is it a that song feels gloaty So again, I, I, I didn't care for yeah. it. And B, to Kent's point, it's played out. Not only is it played out by everybody else, Zack Snyder already played it out himself when he put it in Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. So that was a weird song choice. The only song he knows. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Pretty much. Sympathy with the Devil as well. But (laughs) yeah. Hey, man, I'm pleased to meet you guys. And
2: I'd love to know your name. Dude, let's get to Batman. Enough well, about this crap. Just to answer Ken's
0: question. When does episode one drop? That's all I want to know.
1: We don't know. Just 2021 is all we've been told uh, at this moment in time. So It'll be spring. I bet it'll be like April. Still May, time like to pull the plug. Sweeps. It'll <laughs> be sweeps, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, wouldn't that be amazing if they did
0: pull sure. the plug? How pissed would the <laughs> internet be, uh, like, be? I would, be, I would subscribe
3: anymore. to HBO for the rest of my life. That would be such a great troll. Yeah. Just, like, just well, kidding. We it's all, all nice. need
0: to... Get excited Excuse- about uh, Sean's uh, book about the Snyder Cut.
1: Speaking yeah, of uh, speaking either. of slam dunking, I, the whole day while I was like <laughs> – uh, when I was recapping all this fandom stuff yesterday and like whatever, I thought it would be the ultimate slam dunk if Disney just put out Black Widow for free on Disney Plus. Oh my God. Like <laughs> on Saturday really? just to completely like own the news cycle for t- – <laughs> Yeah, that, that would
2: have
0: been be petty pretty. and awesome. <laughs>
1: oh, that
0: would
2: have cool. What's be the latest cool. on Black Widow? What do we got there? We
0: don't know. Just it's CBD? next uh next summer, I think. Isn't it? Okay, cool.
1: I thought it was
2: November, fall? but it, it was but it again, fall?
0: it's but who knows? Nothing
1: yeah, to matter. Time, time is November. dead.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time got is it. a flat circle. We'll, we'll find we'll yeah, find out right, eventually. Man. True detective. Yeah, we'll see it eventually. All right, the last movie here we'll talk about, the big one okay. is The Batman. And yeah. this is Matt Reeves' Batman, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell. Zoe Kravitz. Yep. Yeah. Pretty stacked cast here. Excited about mm-hmm. this one. Uh, Andy Circus, I believe, is uh Alfred. Mm-hmm. Alfred, uh, yeah. I don't know if that was in the trailer. But. Still not I'm still mad it's not Hugh Grant. That Would, would have been be the ultimate Alfred. Alfred. Eventually.
2: You didn't only really <laughs> hope. Like, in my Batman, because no, everyone going to make a Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I think Jeremy Irons
0: is pretty good in the. Uh, That's
2: yeah, he is Snyder one. I feel I, but I feel like there's what seven billion people on the planet now. I think we all get to make a Batman. So I'm going to make <laughs> mine with Hugh Grant as Alfred.
0: Sure. Well, Julia well much Roberts anticipated. We had seen teasers of this. You mm-hmm. know, Matt Reeves had put out a couple of pictures or some graphics here and there. Of it, but I didn't anticipate a full trailer this soon. I didn't think we'd see this until at least Super Bowl time next year, if if not later. So, Batman, Shane, uh, initial thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I was just like you. I was completely floored that they actually had enough to put together a trailer. Um, but, uh, man, I, I, you know, when I, when I first played the trailer, I legitimately, I got goosebumps. And like I said, in the recap thing that I kind of typed up, this really kind of reminded me why I love Batman so much. It's just that, that feeling of like seeing somebody else take over the role and just kind of getting, you know, it's like hearing a song, like a cover song, and somebody's doing it just as well as the original artist. We're like, yes, this is so great. Um, I, I loved it. I, I loved almost everything about this trailer. Um, it was very, like, I, I think I'm, I'm completely sold now on Pattinson as Batman. I think casting Jeffrey Wright as as uh, Commissioner Gordon was the, you know, in hindsight, that was like the most obvious choice you could have made. Um I think the thing that interests me most about this is that it feels—I don't know how you guys felt, but it, this very much felt like a David Fincher, like Seven or Zodiac type. Like it feels like we're really going heavy into the murder mystery, uh, serial killer type vibes with this, and, and I thought that was awesome.
0: I talked about that on our Discord that that what they're doing with the Riddler certainly reminded me of the Zodiac, with the the letters and and all that stuff. So. No, you can go go a little bit more gritty there. I you know I'm I'm not for too much grit, but what what I liked about this is I feel like they they stripped away even some of the grime, the ugliness from Batman v Superman and that era of Batman, the most recent Batman since since the Dark Knight trilogy. And you know, I feel like even, you know, People talk about Christopher Nolan's trilogy as, wow, it's dark and gritty. it well, wasn't that gritty. You know, a lot of it was in daylight in Chicago, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That. It was emotionally gritty, right? It was tonally gritty, but it wasn't. didn't look gritty. I think Zack Snyder just thinks you just throw dark colors on the screen and it makes it darker. <laughs> major, and it's just not, not how things work. But I think tonally, it's just pretty gritty, but I think visually, I think... I trust Matt Reeves a lot with, with what he's doing here. What yeah. impressed me most is the aesthetic of crossing over into real world but not too far into well, this is set in current times like maybe some people would say Christopher Nolan's stuff did. It still feels a little bit comic booky, in a in a way. Oh, for sure. A little, bit, a little bit more further into that embracing the camp than than maybe we would expect from this, but you know, I liked the the Batmobile, the 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 view we got of that. It looks like a classic hot rod or something, like a a frame of an old Mustang or something. I didn't see a full view. I don't know if there's one out there. I haven't looked, but I was already sold on on Pattinson uh, as Batman as soon as I saw good time a few years ago, and yeah, I mean it was kind of cheesy. I got Edward Scissorhands vibes from his. <laughs> what he was what he was bringing for us was kind of like a. I got crow I vibes. Know, Socially awkward. I thought like it was crow. like crow yeah, Batman, crow. yeah, crow. Well, I, I think the shot that everybody—I don't know how I feel about that. By the way, I don't that know everybody's that's good sharing about, yeah. is is obviously, and we talked about this on previous show with you, Batman Shane, is the fact that we would never seen. He should have left off Shane that yeah. pause there. Got his hopes up, <laughs> Batman.
1: Don't ruin my
2: secret we identity. About Richard, the <laughs> eye black as
0: something they would never shown or or featured in these. Of like, wouldn't it be cool to see him yeah, like yeah, putting yeah. on the eye black yeah, on the and like maybe they do that here, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of what that shot looked like. And that's the one that's
1: fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely doing that. There's two shots in this trailer where you clearly see him wearing it. So while there, they, there might not be a shot of him putting they're it never on. Called attention definitely to that. definitely going to be shots all of, all of him sudden, walking around like, the back yeah, cave with it, it on. Christian
0: Bale all of a sudden had this perfectly blacked out eyes and like this, make this, it was very great. I feel like this is going to be a gradual origin story of, batman without getting too so far going so far back into the pearls hitting the pavement portion of it i swear if i see pearls hit pavement i'm out i'm walking out of the yeah. theater i know
1: one more time right so matt Reeves no, said I in didn't. the panel his parents yes. were killed? <laughs> yeah, i know by a Whoa.
2: by i didn't know a that until the last one i didn't know
1: in crime alley who names the street <laughs> crime alley like that you're just asking for trouble uh Apparently, so Matt Reeves said in the panel that this uh movie takes place essentially in year 2 of his career. So there's no origin stuff in terms of him figuring right, out like Batman. I'm going to yeah. name myself or I'm training how to fight crime. But what this what he did say that he wants to explore in this movie is Batman trying to figure out like how he wants to impact the city in terms of like interacting with the police and, you know, his impact as a vigilante and as a myth essentially. So I think we're going to get into some interesting stuff that you know, we're gonna skip right over all the origin stuff that you've seen done to death, and we're just gonna kind of get into, you know, how
2: yeah.
1: the 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 kind of myth and the and the character that Batman wants to be. Uh so cool. and his what he wants his impact to be in Gotham City, which I think is super exciting. But yeah, it's so cool to see Paul Dano like as a completely different Riddler, like there was no, you know, bowler hat and green tuxedo. Like he literally had a trash bag over his face with glasses. That's pretty terrifying. And then well, Dan I is know. Awesome.
2: Big, big yeah. fan.
1: Dano's awesome. And then did you guys catch Colin uh, Farrell in the trailer? Yeah. Like, yeah, he looks like Richard kind. That's a thing that's going on. Uh, like it's a meme online right now. I was like, why didn't you hire <laughs> Richard kind? If you were going to make him look like that. He's doing yeah, pretty much. I, that's a joke. I said, it's like, if you cast Richard kind, all he's going to do is complain about not getting good Chinese been... food in Gotham. And also, but
2: like, I've always said this and we, I had this round discord. It's like, why does Richard Kind not not get to play Richard Kind, but Richard Lewis gets to play Richard mm, Lewis? Yeah, there is. in the yeah. curve universe. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go real quick. I didn't love the trailer, but it didn't kill my uh, excitement for the film. I thought it was a good, good, not great trailer. Um, it was a little like by the book in terms of, like the I music. Loved I stuff. loved I, I, it. I loved it. I was. Like, I'm still oh. like. Twenty five percent scared it could be bad, but seventy five percent certain it will be awesome. So like I'm i I'm still pro, but I'm it didn't bump me up. But Brian, I want to hear what, what you thought.
3: I didn't get to watch it when it when it dropped, um and our Discord just was blowing up with it and so it, it would and can't text it. A few other people had texted and were really selling it hard. I didn't I didn't dig it first go around and I gave it a day, came back and watched it a second time and just kind of looked for some of the details and stuff. I tr- look, What I tried to do was look at it as if I hadn't been, if we hadn't been inundated with this sort of dark, gritty superhero Gotham style of movie that we have been uh, treated to, if you'd like, uh, during the, <laughs> the Snyder era. Would I, yeah, would I would so yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I, I just, I, I try. Yeah, so, I like, just so, tried to set aside like how this has gone for for me personally over the last you know half decade or or more, and that helped a little bit. Um, I think there's, I dug what Matt Reeves said. I think that I that was the only one that I really looked into, like watched some of the panel and read the recaps and stuff like that because I, I've said many times before, but I got crap for it recently. So I'll reiterate, I want Batman movies to be good. I love... Now, you,
2: you have specifically
3: <laughs> said, I want Batman movies to be... Ba- I want to watch
2: <laughs> terrible Batman movies. And I, I, have, now, me, I Batman. have
1: now caught Brian trying to dig up Joel Schumacher three times to slap him back <laughs> to life to get him to do
3: another... <laughs> so many weekend at Bernie's... Uh, <laughs> Batman <laughs> changed <so> really <laughs>
1: into like...
2: Grave like weekend and Bernie <laughs> stuff <Yeah>. tonight, <laughs> man. So what's I going really on in your been on life, Snyder bro?
3: It's too long, man. Um, you know, like I I really want Batman movies to be good. Through hot, the hot process tape. up to this, it was like I have said before, it was like bingo for triggers for me of like, oh, that sounds terrible. Please stop good. doing this. Like every picture they showed from the set, I hate. You know, the suit looks stupid and jeffrey wright being like again like this is the darkest grittiest version you've ever seen i'm like please stop i don't i don't want that we've we've been down this road so many times but i did really dig what matt reese said in the panel about it seems like he um doesn't hate batman so i feel like that's an important yeah distinction from previous directors that so has-
2: he's not a rob manfred director
3: <laughs> yeah exactly that's a great way to put it yes um, he seems like he has a a good understanding of the character. And I love the idea of having Batman movies be detective movies um, and, you know, sort of almost noir inspired and, right. you know, Chinatown ish and stuff. I think that's a great, a great concept. Um, I, I, I'm with you, kid. I, yes. I mean, that, that music cue is very just from a, like. It seems like when they when they made the trailer they they kind of put in the, like in a There's gonna like be the pop scenes, like, uh, a pop just song. Just using a pop song in of,
0: general, yeah.
3: Yeah, sort of slow pop alt alt rock song, but I, I mean, kind of like that that movie trailer a thing songs. you sent
2: us Kent, of like the formula for making it. Yeah, up. I mean, it yeah. fits into yeah. that but yeah, I'd never heard, heard that. that in a trailer before.
0: And it fit the tone perfect and it, I agree. and the context I mean, this- of Kurt Cobain and all that yeah. like disturbed individual and vigilante or whatever, it all works. It mm-hmm. all like not to me that was like yeah the perfect music (laughs) cue for that moment in time i was like wow that they nailed that yeah i I, I, I expected to to roll my eyes and they nailed that i gotta admit
3: sure no i totally agree i mean that's one of my probably three nirvana's my favorite band that's probably one of my top three or four nirvana songs and and it was but i again i'm with you Ken. like i think it was it was used well in that situation um a couple of small or maybe bigger i don't know it's I don't totally get Pattinson still, and I'm like
2: I'm See, trying. I, I'll really push back hard. with you on there. Like I'm kind of on your team on that. He was really uh-huh. good in the Lighthouse. Our is kind of liked him. In he's that. good. I, really he'll suck. be good. Yeah. Well, well, the, well that's the only <laughs> thing, Brian. No, but I mean, he'll he. I actually think he'll be fine. Um,
3: he, so here's here's my only like I think he like lighthouse is... to your your point, Kent. Like I hate that movie so much, but he he was. He was good in it. I can see why people would be like, "Oh yeah, he's really great in that movie." It's it. So it's fine. I've seen good time. I've seen other things. good time's
2: So he's so good in that man. I know it's, it's not just, a super fun movie. I just mean that's a. If he can do that, he can do freaking Batman. I just
3: I yeah. have a hard time getting anything. How do I say this? Like his, he hates the British. You've been very clear. Such, with that. is such a blank wall to me. Yeah, it's like it's very. There's no emotion to it, and it's really difficult. Well, someone who's I, look, that I pale it, like, and
2: also like very, uh, you know, English Irish looking, I'm offended. Is that my face to you? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I, well, you know, how I bad like do you me, want so, to punch me? Um, it's, yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm hoping that that, that will <laughs> this will sell me on it because it, it's not that I'm saying he's not good. It's not that I'm I'm anti Pattinson or anything like that. I just I'm I've never quite been able to get there. And say, Oh yeah, this guy's this guy's gonna be great. So I a little bit worry that I wasn't there for a long time.
0: Good time kind of. I didn't like the guy a little bit. Not all the way. I think he's gotten away from that though.
3: And you know what surprises me though? Yeah, but but I'm not I'm not saying twilight stuff. Like I I get that. But I just I I worry that he he's going to be a good Batman and a and a bland Bruce Wayne. And That's fair the duality of that role is tough, and we talk about that mm-hmm. with these, you know, these superhero movies all the time. And I really would like that to be done correctly. He'll um, be a
2: your your fear is that he's a reverse Clooney. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The
2: if if That's i totally, ready. I'm not. Um, yeah, uh, that's fair. No, I, to- I totally
1: agree. If yeah. I if I may, I think the vibe that I'm kind of getting from the trailer, because they are it is confirmed that they're going to make this a trilogy. I mean, unless this movie absolutely tanks. Like, Matt Reeves has mm-hmm. signed on to make three of these. It won't. It's a Batman. I th- yeah, right. So, and I, I think that, you know, it seems to me like the way that Rob Pattinson is playing this is that he's playing Bruce Wayne as this very angry young man that doesn't really know exactly how or where to channel so his my rage. Right. And so like mm-hmm. that scene in the trailer, which by the way, was, I know Brian would say that this makes me a disturbed person, but watching Batman beat the awesome. snot out yeah. of that dude <laughs> with like, with like 10 punches. I literally was like, Oh, like I was so excited, but that dude, like that Bruce Wayne in this version is clearly just an angry man that has no, he's, he's, struggling on where to channel that rage and how to kind of deal with it. Maybe it's because his parents are dead. Mm. That would be the obvious answer, but maybe just because he doesn't know his place in the world. I don't know. We need to see the trailer, but I do think that Matt Reeves is probably a good enough writer that the Bruce Wayne that you see at the beginning of the Batman is not the Bruce Wayne. You're going to see at the end of the Batman three or whatever it's going to be called. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to trust that he's going to take us on a character arc. And especially since, you know uh and, and cuz i'm with you i i think the car is cool but i'm not in love with it i don't i think really the like suit this, works but i'm not, not in love yeah. with it yeah but i but i think that both of them cuz matt reeve said this are they are clearly designed like he bruce wayne nice. built them himself and so i do think mm-hmm. that over the course of this movie or the three movies you're going to see him evolve uh into Mm -hmm. you know a a different a better car a better suit you know kind of whatever so i think we're literally starting at the beginning here in terms of he's building it himself and all that even though we're starting at year two i think if this does go to a trilogy he's going to be totally different by the end of it
3: i hope so and i i'm i'm thrilled that they're not that it's that they're being very blatant about this is not an origin story we're not going to rehash his parents dying like for the 400th time in a movie and um i Who think Who would that's you rather see die, man or
2: Aunt May? Like if you had the pick. <laughs> I
3: mean uncle <laughs> uncle uh, Ben. Yeah.
2: So i i think that's a- Brian
3: I'm putting you on the spot. You have you
2: have to watch one of them die.
3: <laughs> I mean, I We've seen Aunt May die fewer times. I feel like so. Wait, do um, you, you Uncle guys ben. Uncle yeah. Ben? Or yeah, was, yeah Uncle like, Ben. I guess Aunt uh, May Uncle lives. Man, please,
1: Uncle please man. don't make me watch uh, Marissa Tomei get murdered. That's just too sad. <laughs> I, won't, I won't do it.
3: Uh, I'll. T- I mean, I'm define sorry, murdered. I'll, I'll okay. take. I'll, I'll take Uncle Ben. Later. Nice more Martha, yeah, like I, I think that's. I think that's more, and it it's it will help to have an adult human being in the role of director. I think that's a big shift from where they have been previously the the my last pushback is not even pushback is my i i worry as somebody who grew up with the only superhero that i really cared about for the first like eight ten years of my life before the x-men tv series started. Wow, you, that so was,
2: you didn't I watch ellison clark or
3: <laughs> yeah was <laughs> batman batman's the only one that i cared about and i like look i knew who superman was and i knew wonder woman and and some of these others but batman is the only one i cared about um i i I worry and this didn't really hit me until this until this weekend when this trailer dropped we are now twenty plus years into a run where Batman has in almost any screen version of Batman has been only dark and gritty and adult and not for kids and i I worry about what that will, and this isn't, this is clearly not going to change it. You know what I mean? Like this is very much going to continue to fall into that pattern. I, I kind of worry about what that means for younger generations. And if there will be like, for example, I'll just tell you like this after I was, I had the trailer up. And Coop came into my office, and he asked what I was watching, what I was looking at on my computer. I said, "Oh, there's a new Batman movie that's coming out." Do you? And I, I kind of had a thought. I was like, I don't know if he can watch this trailer or not. And I'm kind of doing the, the parent math in my head. But I asked him, I was like, "Do you want to watch the trailer?" And he was like, "Meh," and walked out. He and he doesn't ca- he doesn't care at all about Batman, and most of his friends don't either. And Lego Batman is great, and that's a very cool thing. But it's so compartmentalized away from what I think of with the rest of Batman that I, I don't know. This is really maybe a discussion for something for another time or something. But like it, it really. I guess I am a little concerned that this is going to be that that ten years from now, or when they're trying to like, hey, we're going to reboot the Batman again, and or I guess twenty years from now, and Coop's age person is the one who's buying the movie ticket, and everyone's going to say we do not care. There is no. We don't give a rip about Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman because we've never sold superheroes that were designed for kids. We've never sold them to kids. Does that make any sense? Like it's, I, I'm a little, I don't know. I thought this trailer was pretty solid, but, but it did leave me with like, gosh, I would love for someday for my kid to have any interest in these superheroes. Whereas the Marvel movies, boy, oh boy, all those kids are super into those movies and, and those superheroes and stuff that comes with it. And Batman just has no impact whatsoever with, with their, their generation with at least with, you know, uh, my, my kids peer group.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think again, kind of circling back to this whole idea of like the multiverse thing is, you know, I think that like one person who was barely mentioned at all during all of fandom was Superman, because I think it's been kind of made clear that most folks don't like Henry Cavill's take on Superman and kind of that dark real world version of it. I think that, you know, DC is quietly probably kind of trying to figure out how to reboot it and make kind of a light Superman movie again. Um, you know, that, uh, that, that parents and kids can enjoy together. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Batman, I do think you're right. I think that the, the, the live action movies um, have definitely kind of gone in one particular direction kind of hard left towards dark and gritty and this movie i mean i don't think it's going to be rated r i would be shocked if it was rated r but it looks like it could be rated r um mm-hmm. but in terms of other batman content i mean there's so much other stuff out there for people who are coops age you know from the animated series to the lego batman to certain comics and stuff that you know i'm not saying that i, I i'm not saying you're wrong i wishing that there was more live action well, content but
3: yeah but it's also inaccessible. Like if you, true, if you, well, I don't you feel don't like it's only You, you kids don't have that DC <laughs> like stuff out there, but it's not
0: like, all right, I'm going to go buy yeah. you the the next Batman comic and give it to I mean, my six year old. I love Batman. There's no show on. Yeah, totally. ABC, right. Saturday mornings with Batman right now, you know, like they, they don't know.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
3: Right. Right. Look, I guess what I'm, I'm not even saying that it's wrong to go this route. I'm just saying, we are in an era for the last like maybe 15 20 years where nostalgia is big but it's 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 more than that it's that the the nerds from our generation are now the ones who are in charge of movies and TV. And so uh, you you you're getting the movies and the the TV shows that, that 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 our group of of peers wanted or were interested in when when we were kids. Uh, or you know, t- pre-teenagers and teenagers and whatnot, and and does that carry over to to my son's generation? I I I think Batman is for sure losing in that battle big time. Because the other thing, can't, I mean, uh, sorry, Shane, is it's it, it, like I said, it's inaccessible. There's yeah. there's a couple of Justice League oriented shows that are on Netflix, but they're pretty limited run, and it's not it's not really. It's not making an imprint. I I will say on, sure on at least my kid and and his his peer group. Now there may be way more great stuff that's on HBO Max, but um, I don't know that that is also making the the, the cultural impact. That, does that do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, no, it's, I get it, I get it. I just don't want like it. It kind of surprised me today when Coop was like, eh, "I don't really care," and because he's I mean, pretty much anything. I'm like, "Hey, do you want to watch this this?" This uh whatever dog TikTok that I have on my phone, or or this video that I'm watching. My, do you want? To, yeah, totally. He's he'll he'll come over and and then I kind of thought about it and I was like, I've bought him multiple Batman shirts and he just is like never wears them. And he's got a couple of Batman toys and he never plays with them. And I'm just like, that's kind of that would be concerning to me if if I was you know a, a DC Warner Brothers stockholder. Anyway, sorry, we've been going on forever and ever, but de- no, it's decent fine. trade. I, I I thought an okay. <laughs> uh, maybe a better trailer than I. Maybe not as good as what it was sold to me as, but better than than second time around than than I thought. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's no. Like we're, minutes we're
0: good. On, on, on. It's it's um no.
3: That's what we it's want to be
0: good, man. To to see all this come to fruition, I'm very excited about about Batman, all all the rest, and you know, I guess I'll I'll see them and we'll talk about them, but not very very excited. I I think. The Shazam crossover <laughs> property probably intrigues me the most, just because I had a lot of fun with that lightheartedness. You know, it felt like it felt like a like big or something mm-hmm. like Tom Hanks' movie Big. You know, just a uh, something. Mm-hmm. So you, so you do. So
2: that's your number one. So Brian, what's your number one of this unveilment?
3: Um, I I like the. Mm, I don't or know. Bay it's Wii. probably it's probably Wonder Woman.
2: Yeah, same say. same for me. Shane, what's yours? Is it Batman? Is it Suicide Squad? Is it's,
3: it? I'll, I'll tell you. Like, I'll, I'll,
1: it's the Snyder Cut, and the reason it's the Snyder oh, cut, is, is, be, right. is well, because. Get, shut up! just stop talking. No, no. <laughs> no, no listen, because <laughs> no. because the truth is, I want to get it over with. That's I'm tired That's of I'm tired of people arguing about it over the internet. I just want it to come out so that people, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Right. And then we can just move on to other properties. Right. So I think that's what I want to see most just because sure. I want to get it over with. But in terms of sheer excitement, yeah, the Batman takes the cake. I I was well, already Batman. Yeah. You're
2: Batman Shane. You're would not. Be, it would be we don't call you brand. the flash Shane, for a reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be weirdly off brand for me to just absolutely hate that trailer.
0: Well, for thank sure. you so for much sure. I Batman get that. Shane for answering the Batman Shane signal. If you want to talk to him, you need to join our discord oh, and he's he's batman shane on the discord yeah he's,
2: he's in about- there he's in there he all the time
0: it's a, it it's a party it's in there the guys it's a party so it's become a vip
2: Sh- shane take 10 seconds real quick and sell the discord cuz it's a different voice
1: yeah, that, look, the Discord is a collection of people. I mean, there's got to be three or four hundred people in there at this point. Maybe, maybe not, but I mean, there, there's a ton of people in there, and we're constantly talking movies, movie news. We're talking about trailers, but if you're not into talking about that all the time, because nobody wants to talk about movies twenty four seven, there's a mad about food trailer where we talk about food and stuff. I mean, there's you know, there's actually like a section where we talk about world news and that type of thing, and um, you know, there's also uh, Kent created a. A, a, a page or whatever called the Trust Tree, where people kind of actually talk about, like, you know, like if, like they, real if they life need help stuff? or support yeah, with like, an issue, or if they just want somebody <laughs> to, yeah, real life yeah. stuff, if you want to just, if you want listen in ear. So there's a whole group of people in there. They're all really nice, and we're all talking stuff 24 um, 7. Because there's people all over the world that are in that. There's people from Chile, people yeah. from uh England that are in there. So yeah, it's great. It's a it's a party, uh, and uh, it's it's absolutely worth the price of admission to the to the Patreon. In addition to the fact you get all the the VIP bonus episodes and all that stuff. So uh, if you're that. waiting for it, what are you waiting you, you shouldn't you, be waiting for Appreciate it. That's what that. I'm saying.
0: Well, it's always good to have you. I knew he'd be good and online as well. Richard's at Richard Barden on the social Brian's B twelve on Twitter, but you can find him also at uh, his website and on our blog Brian Dill briangill.gumroad.com Brian follow, follow us on Letty bra yeah. movie related stuff Thank as you, you follow what we're watching throughout the year and hopefully we'll be back next week we'll uh, maybe be back in the cinema pretty soon I think we're talking this Bill and Ted movie next week is that is that the uh...
3: I think that's the case and then maybe maybe if Lord willing Yes. Maybe tenet, maybe. Yeah, we've uh, been dun, doing dun, some more time scenes
0: and might, might be able to do a spoiler free tenant episode for you guys uh, the next couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. It'll be, be fun. So, all right. Thanks for being a VIP. If you are one, if you're not, we'll hope to see you there soon. But if not, we'll hope to see you soon at the store.